0: The Burt Show.
1: Herbert, you just sneakily called a family meeting and didn't tell everybody it was a family meeting. I sure did. You dirty dad. I sure
0: did. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Nasty. Yeah, uh, if you weren't listening uh, a couple of minutes ago, uh, our former intern phone screener screener producer, Blake, uh, has been back in studio today. Uh, He is doing news now in Nashville and told everybody publicly that he is now living his authentic self and it's had a lot of impact. Good morning, Paula. You are on The Bird Show with special guest, Blake. (laughs)
2: So I need to tell Blake, you have no idea the impact you just had. I'm sorry, I'm really emotional. My child came out to me many years ago, but won't to anybody else for the exact reasons that he just said. I just dropped them off the school, and they said, I'm going to be okay. (sighs) So so they've been struggling for years, and we have a supportive family. I mean, they're not the only one in our family. I'm not, so I clearly don't know what they're going through, but that was the first time in probably but five years since they've come out to me. That was important. I don't, I, you impacted so many people in that conversation, and especially the youth, because that's the ones that struggle. So thank you, because they got out of the car today at school and felt like it was going to be okay. Mm-hmm.
3: Thanks for sharing, Paul. I, I really appreciate well, that. Well,
2: thank you. I mean, we've listened to you for years. We kind of followed you here and there where you went, so it's somebody that they can relate to they listen to you like on you know on the way to school in the morning and the fact that it's somebody that they can relate to and it's not there's some random person they didn't have any connection with it made such an impact and i think you've done that with so many listeners and so many youth listeners today so thank you i mean i'm emotional because it's the first time that i feel like they feel like it's going to be okay and thank you for calling, Paula, yeah, yeah. and sharing your story because I make think you it's
3: feel? important. Yeah, it's, it's huge. I, I appreciate Paula from calling. And, and I would just say it's, it's going to be more than okay. It's going to be great. Like, this is just an incredible journey that they're on. And um, I, I don't want to minimize the dark moments because it does get really dark in certain moments. Um, but I think people will be surprised at the amount of people that they have that are willing to wrap their arms around them and say, I love you for who you are.
2: I think if you think back to the beginning of your journey, knowing there are people out there in that mode and hearing them, you hearing them, hearing you say publicly, you can't harm me with something I'm proud of. Mm-hmm. That's got to resonate. Yeah.
3: You can't. And I think so many people try to use it to weaponize other people. And it's really unfortunate that, you know, there was a story that we talked about um, that we covered last week, and it happened in a small town of Alabama. And I'll I'll tell the story really quickly, but it was a a, a small town mayor. He was a pastor. um, And uh, this news outlet found some things about him in his personal life that they chose to publicly air. He begged them not to do it. And um, he ultimately decided to take his life because of it. Um, Rest in peace, Mayor Bubba Copeland. Um, But you hear stories like that all the time of that people would rather end their life than be who they are. And I just think that's just a very, very, very scary, dark place to be. And it doesn't have to be. You impacted a lot of people today, my man. Thanks, Bert. Love you. Really, really proud of you. Mm. Love y'all. Can we eat these donuts now? Yes. Yes. (laughs)
1: Can you believe we're still talking about Barbie and Oppenheimer? Because there is a low-budget movie called Barben-Oppenheimer in the works. So it's going to be about a doll scientist who visits the real world and sees how bad it is and then decides to build a nuclear bomb and blow it up. Just, you know, casual (laughs) plot points. (laughs) So it's being created by legend Charles Band, who is known for his low-budget cult movies. And he. it's all about Dr. Bambi J. Barbenheimer, a brilliant scientist. scientist from Deltopia, and again, we'll blow up the real world world once she decides how bad it is. Um, He's admitting to the fact that he's pretty much cashing in on, you know, this cultural phenomenon of Barbenheimer, (laughs) and he's done it before, so his last film was actually a film called Corona Zombies, which was, of course, all about the coronavirus, turning people into zombies, so just classic movie plot points, and he's going to be cashing in again.
2: Mm to talk about Taylor Swift and <laughs> Travis Kelsey. Hi. It's your breaking Davis News now. what <laughs> <Yeah.
1: your> <laughs> we're
0: doing now? That's what we're doing. Is that's what we're doing now? Because I
1: don't have a good pivot because normally I'm like I can it's <laughs> time to talk about So now I have a stager <laughs> to bring you the latest breaking news now about my favorite subject, <laughs> Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift because at a press conference, of course like why would he get asked about football when he could get asked right. about his girlfriend Taylor Swift and so he was asked whether or not he was in love with her. He's handling this so yeah. well but in In real actual news, Taylor Swift had the biggest sales week in nearly a decade with her album 1989, Taylor's version.
0: That's because of Travis.
2: No, it's not.
1: Clearly. So this is a re-recorded album from nearly a decade ago. It sold 1.7 million copies in the first week, which is the biggest sales week for any album since Adele's 25 that sold 3.5 million in 2015. And this is absolutely crazy because 1.4 million of these copies were traditional albums. And people thought that traditional albums were dead, you know, because mm-hmm. streaming services are back. But there are literally like five different versions of this one album. So of course the Swifties we're going to cash in. Yeah, I mean vinyl, it's it's a collector's item. So, it's it's now something that you collect. I mean, even if you don't like I'm just saying. My dad gave me all his old vinyls and Mm. I've been rocking out to vinyl or vinyl, not vinyls. Sorry, Tommy. I I corrected myself. Gave me all his old vinyl. Um, And now the artists realize like these are collector's items and like people might not, probably never even open them and listen to them, but they want to have them. Yeah, well, it's kind of like for the aesthetic. Like I think people will get, I think it started when she started releasing her albums that sounded kind of like something you would traditionally hear on vinyl, like something that kind of has a throwback feel. But I'm in the same boat. My mom's mom had so many different vintage records. And literally right before I got my vinyl player, um, she had thrown them all out. I'm like, oh, I could have had like throwback Fleetwood Mac, like all the Beatles records. And instead I just have like a Doja Cat vinyl. (laughs) 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 Which was my first record, by the way. Very ironic.
0: I'm assuming you bought the download or bought the album, right?
1: Yes. Well, I mean, I have the streaming platform, so I just listen to it on there.
0: So if you were going to listen to these songs, would you listen listen to the originals or would you listen to the ones she recreated?
1: Well, publicly, as a Swifty, if you say that you're going to listen to the old albums, you're going to be seen as a traitor. So you have to listen to the new ones because that's how she's making all of her money. Gotcha. Got to listen to the new ones, ladies and gents. But in in reality? I'm listening to the new Taylor's (laughs) versions. No, true story. Like whenever I am on Instagram and I post something with music... I always post Taylor's version. I do not post the old version. Absolutely. It would be seen as a slap in the face. Totally.
2: Do they sound the exact same?
1: No. Okay. I will say, you know what? I was kind of hating on them when they first came out because it's a little jarring because they sound a little bit different. I think I do like the newer ones better. I was listening to Wildest Dreams. That's because she sent you a card again. That's not even a little bit true. Keep me on that PR list, Taylor Nation. No, honestly, I do think they sound better because her voice has gotten so stronger and those vault tracks are bangers. So I'm just going to keep it all on What's the one one about slut? Slut. Oh, it's just called Slut? It's literally just called Slut. Nice. People thought it was going to be a feminist anthem, but it's just this beautiful love song. It's amazing. I'm kind of (laughs) obsessed with it. Okay, Nick Carter is remembering his late brother, Aaron Carter. Yesterday was the one-year anniversary of his death. I think they had a very tumultuous
0: relationship, right? A lot of mm -hmm. cutoffs. It was very complex. I think when somebody passes away, you start having all those guilty feelings, like everything we were fighting about was so trite, and now we can't apologize to each other. So I would imagine it takes a while to process all that.
1: yeah. And you don't have any closure for it either. Okay, after 35 seasons, the Simpsons are stopping an ongoing bit because, quote, times have changed. It's on your next eBuzz on The Burt Show.
3: The Burt Show.